Good. Baruch everybody. Baruch Estaf. Nun. Quich has already told Nafim Tess. The Gmarim Nafim Tess. Manalaf went through what a person says in the fourth bracha. Does the person have to say Malchus in the fourth bracha? Or does the person have to say Malchus in the fourth bracha? And the one I want to be Taylor is the fourth bracha mentioning a bracha de Raisa or a bracha de Rabbanan. The Gmarim went through that bris, Tair, Malchus, and Amaake was Machaikis because those things are not negative for Nashim, not negative for Abadim. The Gmarim went through on the bottom what a person says or forgets to say Yalviyavai, on Shabbos, Mishchaydish, and on Yamtiv. Then the Gmarim then bays. Went through the Machlikas we had in the Mishnah, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, whether the Shear to be Mitzarif and Azimah is a Kazayas or Kabeah, and the Gemara said that that's not a Shas Machlikas, meaning we could find other places in Shas where they'll disagree and they'll hold that the Shearim are the other way around, let's say Kabeah or Kazayas. But rather over here, the Shailohs had to learn via Chaltov Savata, does that require Echil which has a Sphere, or is enough to have a Kazayas? Says the Halakha Mishnah on Daphnun, we're going to see the Mishnah is going to talk about what a person says when he has three people by benching, what a person says when he has ten people by benching. Then the, the Mishnah on the bottom of Daphnun is going to talk about once a person has a Zeman, he's not allowed to split up, he's not allowed to break up a Zeman, he's not allowed to break up a Zeman of ten people. And then the Gemara on Bez is going to talk about the Halachas of drinking wine without diluting it, if a person can make a bracha on undiluted wine. And the Gemara on the bottom is going to talk about the Halachas of the taking care of bread, a person not allowed a person not allowed to embarrass the food that he eats. Says the commission at the bottom of Daf Mem Tesson Bay's Ketum Nazamnin. How do you make a Zim Bishlaisha Amr Navarh? When you have three people you say Navarh. Bishlaisha who when you have three people and yourself, then you say then you say Baruch when they respond Baruch Hashem Baruch if you have ten people and you say Basar if you have ten police people plus the person who's benching then you say Baruch whether it is ten people whether it is a hundred thousand people once you have ten, once you have more than ten people it's all the same thing. But may, and now the mission is going to say, we'll see in the Gemara, the Gemara is explain that the next Mandamar disagrees. Meaning, this is the Tanakhama Shita. The Tanakhama Shita is that once you have 10 people, 10 plus, it's all the same thing. And then the mission is going to have another Shita, and that is the more people you have, you say a different thing. Says the Mishnah, when you have 1,000 people, when you have 1,000 plus the person benching, when you have 10,000, then you say, and the same way that the person who's whatever he says, that's how the people respond. Meaning, they respond the way, depending on how many people you have, and depending on what you say, people respond mirroring what you, the Lashon that you use. This, the, this time that we just said, that depending on the domination of people that you have, you say different things. That is just Rabbi Yaisi, like Rabbi Yaisi says, or basically, if you write that call, hey, Mavarchim, depending on how many people you have in the sea, where that time you bench and Emar, the Ma Kalois, Baruch Ali Kim, Hashem Makar Yisrael. Depending on the amount of people, that's what you say in benching. Amar Rabbi Kiva said, no, Mamatzina, Beis Aknesses, Echen Ruv, Echen Muatin, Amar Baruch Hashem. Says Rabbi Kiva back to Rabbi Yaisi, no, just like we find in the that once you have 10 people, you say Baruch and it's not like if you have 100 people or 1,000 people, more people you have, you, you don't say anything different. So to by benching, you only, say, you only once you have 10 people, you only say Baruch and that's it. You don't say anything different. Rabbi Shmuel just adds, Amir Baruch Hashem Mavarach, we say Baruch Hashem Mavarach. So the question is, what does Rabbi basically hold by a shul when a person davens? Does it basically hold that depending on the amount of people you have, that's what you say? Or does it basically agree by a shul that you, once you have 10 people, you say Baruch and even if you have more, you still say Baruch So if you look at the the third bottom Taisa, Amr Mekiva, Mamatzinu, Taisa says, V'yishleimar, line of Taisa, V'yishleimar, Devadle, Chilka, Ben Asar, Lameya, Betfila. That Rabbi Yaisi agrees that there's no difference when you have 10 people, 100 people by davening, Dilu Nechnas, Dilu Nechnas, and Ilu Yetzin. Because by davening, people are coming in, coming out. V'lava, Daitu, the Shiach Tzibur. And it's not the Shiach Tzibur, he can't turn around right before he davens and decides what he's going to say, because people are constantly coming in and coming out. Versus by benching, Taisa says, Albert Samazan, Shem Kvu, and Ravin Shem Yachad, and Lutus, the Shem Yachad, and Lachar, and Taisa says, Gabi benching, everybody's staying together, everybody's together, and therefore, Rabbi Yaisi holds that you have, 
say something different depending on the other people. A person shouldn't take himself out of the tzibur. Meaning a person shouldn't say baruchu and, they, and then he should, they should respond. They should say nevarach, which means let's all bench together. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah says, the mission says that if there's three people plus him, he should say Baruch and then they should respond, let's, let's bench a Kaddish Baruch So the Chayr you see like, from the mission, not like Shmuel, because Shmuel said you should always say Nevarach, you should always say let's bench together, and not say Baruch and then they should respond. It says, when the mission said that when you have three people plus him, you say Baruch it didn't mean that you should say Baruch it was saying you could say Baruch even you could say Baruch When we come out to Baruch but it's better to say Nevarach, because Nevarach means let's all bench together. I'm a babe Rav. Today we learned the Brisa. Shisha nechlakin nechlakin. If you have six people, you're allowed to split up into two groups because then you have groups of three. Adasar up until ten people because then you'll always have a a rabbi zuman. Now I'm a pishlemin nevarach adef mishemachin nechlakin. If you say that to say nevarach is better, then it makes sense. So when you have six people, you could split up into two groups of three because you'll say nevarach. Eliyam baruchu adef. You can tell me that it's better to say baruchu. Am I nechlakin? How do they split up? Meaning that they're splitting up. They're not going to be able to say baruchu. Alash shmamina nevarach adef shmamina. You see that nevarach is better, and therefore when you have six people, they could split up into groups of three because it's okay to say it's better to say nevarach, and you don't have to say baruchu. Tanevarach you learn like this advice as well. Bein shamar baruchu, bein shamar nevarach, ain't tayfus and aysel kach. Does whether person says baruchu, whether person Zavarach, it is good. But the people who are medaktik, they stop him because they hold that a person should say nevarach and aparachu because it's better to include yourself in the tzibur. Says from the way a person benches, the way a person is mitzarif lezimah, you could tell if he is a tamachachem or not. Kate said, Rabbi Yehmer ubetuva harez tamachachem. If a person says in benching ubetuva, that's tamachachem. Umituva harez a bar. If he says umituva from his goodness, he's a bar. And Rashi explains because it sounds like he's saying that a kadosh baruch is only this is what good thing a kadosh baruch gave him, but not all the other good things that a kadosh baruch gave. You see that a person who says umi that's okay because you see David Amalek said it, and it's When a person is asking a kaddish baruch then he asks for one thing, something specific, and therefore he says this one specific thing. But when it comes to praising a kaddish baruch you shouldn't say from this thing. You should say a kaddish baruch gave me everything. Says when a person asks a kaddish baruch for something, it also says which sounds like a person should just ask for everything. That you shouldn't say be specific. So why before do we say that a person should say umi that he should be asking for something specific when he's asking a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And to the Gemara, who would you write This when the Pasuk says, that's referring to when a person's asking a Kaddish Baruch Hu for Hatzlacha in learning. And then when a person's asking for Hatzlacha in learning, then he should say, he should ask a Kaddish Baruch Hu for everything. But when it comes to other things, then he should be specific, and he should ask for one specific thing. Tanya, Rabbi Aymer, Rabbi says, person says, that is Chaim, if he says, Chaim, then that's considered a bar, and Rashi explains because a person shouldn't say Chaim because Chaim is just his own life, and a person should include himself in the Sibur, and he should say Chah Yinu. Says the Gemara in our Bloy Mas Niebcha, and our Bloy taught the other way around, that a person should say Chaim and not say Chah Yinu. But that's the Chazak in our Bloy, the Chazak in our Bloy, which Rashi in Avadizar explains our Bloy is Rebbe Rami Bar Bribi. Amrabiachan, <laughs> 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 <la
Easy to see that that's referring to Kadesh Baruch Hu. Manav and Nisa, who does Nisim? Kuchavrichu, that Kadesh Baruch Hu is Nisim. However, over here, if you say Lemisha Chanam Mishlei, it can be mistaken and be understood that you're referring to the Baal Bais. Never you should say Nevar Chanam Mishlei. For Rabbi Yechon, Baruch Chanam Mishlei, Harei Zetam Chacham. Almadin Shachanu, Harei Zabar. Person says Baruch Chanam Mishlei, that's a Tam Chacham. Person says Almadin Shachanu, Harei Zabar. It sounds like you're thinking the food. You're not thinking Kadesh Baruch Hu. Armahu de Bedi Bishul Vayamorin Alav Gimel. Like a Shem Shemayim. Avasar de Kishem Shemayim Muchamosa. If there's ten people and you're saying Nevar Chalikenu, then you could say Nevar Chalikenu. Because then it's clear, thinking Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you're not thinking the food. And says the Gemara, it's not like we learned in the Mishnah. Ke'inyan shemavarach, kach ein acharav. Baruch Hashem alekayitzral alekayitzvokayis yeshev grum almazin shachanu. You see that when once you have Hashem's name there, then you could say almazin shachanu. Because then it's clear that you're referring to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and it's not a problem of saying almazin. It's not going to be confused and understood that you are thinking the food. Says the Gemara Baiter. The Mishnah said that whether you have ten, whether you have a hundred thousand, you say the same thing. Asking Gemara Gufa Kasher Amrit Echadasar Echadasar Rubia Alma Kaladin. You see that they're all the same, and you say the same thing. Then the Mishnah went on and said, Then the Mishnah went on and said, when you have a hundred, you say this, a thousand, you say this, ten thousand, you say this. So it's a stira. The, the ratio said there's no difference. And right away afterwards, you said there's a difference. No, it's a machlaikis. This time, we learned it. And the Mishnah, they basically explained that, or basically held that depending on the amount of people you have, that's what you say. And Rabbi Kiva held, no, once you have more than ten, you say the same thing. What did Rabbi Kiva do to Joshua Rabbi Yaisi? Says the Gemara, he used it for this, we learned in the Bryce, Sahir Mayor, and Mayor said, How do you know that the fetuses in their mother's wombs said Shira when they crossed over the Yams of Shinar, like it says in the Bustak, but Makalai Sparhu, Elikim Hashem, Mikarisra, Vidah, Mikarnafka. And how did Rab Yaisi learn out that the fetuses said Shira? He learned it out from Makar. The word makar. Amar Rava halacha rebekiva halacha is like rebekiva. That once you have more than ten, you don't say anything different. You just say nevarach alikain. Ravina Chami Barbuzi Iklal Reish Glus Kam Rava Chama Kamahader Abay Me. Rav Chama went to try to find a hundred people so they could bench together. Amar Ravina Le Tzirchas Hachem Rava Halacha Rebekiva. So Ravina said back to him, "You don't need to look for more than ten. We Rav Rava said halacha is like rebekiva. Once you have ten, it doesn't make a difference. So therefore, you don't have to go look for more." Amar Rava Kiachion Rifsa Reish Glus Amar Chini Gimel Gimel. When I was eating with, by the house of Eshkalusa, there was a lot of people there, and we broke them into pairs of three, and we benched. And we had to see them with three people. Ask more of Varchu Yod Yod, why don't they bench with ten people? Meaning, if they're going to break them into small groups, why don't they break them into groups of ten? Says Gemar, Shamar Eshkalusa Vikwit, because then the Eshkalusa is going to hear that they're benching by themselves and he's going to get upset. Ask more of Nivku, Rechas Eshkalusa, so why don't they all wait? Why did they break up into pair, into small groups of three? Why don't they wait till the end of the meal for the Eshkalusa to make one big bracha so that they could be with with all the people? And Gemar, I need the Afshu Kuliamalashami, since there's going to be a lot of people. Talking is by a big party, big suda. They're not going to be able to hear the Rish Kulitsa either making the Zimun or the Rishayim say the Berch Samazan, and therefore they broke up into small groups of three. Says in Marvaiter Amar Rabba, Taisva, Hani Gimel, the Kachariv, Swadi, Adadi, Kadam Khan Minayu, Berch, Ludaite, Inun, Nafka. And Ilan and Nafka, Bezimu Didu. Let's say you had three people eating together, and then one of them got up and he benched. And then the other two said, Oh, but we want to make a Zimun now. The Allah is that they can make a Zimun, and the two people are Yaitzah. But the third person, the Vish Angel, my friend, because Allah is that there is no Zimun, my friend. Once he benches, he cannot be able to leave Zimun. This is something which happens pretty often that you have three people eating together, and the one person will start benching and will forget that there was a Zimun. So the other two people will start benching. The proper Allah is, is that 
even if one person started benching the, without the zimun, the two people should wait. This is passing the shulchan aruch. Two people should two people should wait, and they should make a zimun with the third person. And he doesn't have to eat anything uh, again. Which the chazanish actually points out from our gemara that you see clearly that the reason why a person has to eat, we saw before in the gemara that a person has to eat, let's say a yarek, a vegetable to be mitzdarif. That's not so that he's mechuyiv in a bracha. It's just so that he's kaveh. So this guy already was kaveh in the suddah. So he doesn't have to eat anything more. Just he can't be yaitz the chiyav zimun because he already bench and therefore ain't zimun afraya. Says gemara right there, shmol he was reading in the Torah. He got a, he got a baruch on the Torah. And he said baruch Hashem. And he said baruch Hashem. He didn't say mavarich. And he didn't say anything else. Everybody starts screaming out. No, we should say baruch Hashem mavarich. Amarava. Rava said pasio uchma. The one with the black clothing. But how do you pluck the lamach? Why do you get involved in this machlekes? Meaning why do you say mavarich? The oid. Ha nog amal krebi shmol. Everybody was nag like krebi shmol. So you should have said baruch Hashem mivarech, and not just say baruch baruch Hu es Hashem. Now it's interesting. Rashi in Avoy Dazar explains that the, this that he told him that he has black clothing was a compliment because he was so busy in his learning. Rashi says that they're so busy with their learning that they're mitzar themselves in the learning. They don't have time to wash their clothing. And it's interesting because he wore in Shabbos and Kufiyudal it says that a tamachacham sheishli revava big day chayav misa tamachacham with dirty clothing. He is chayav misa. I think one over there says as well that man is dukvayi that the 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 gadim the clothing of tamachacham is what is his honor and he has to be very makpid on how he dresses. So they're chayim address of different ways. But again in the hour gemara Rashi learns that it was a compliment and not a something derogatory. Says the halegik mishnah. You're three people eating together, they're not allowed to break up because if one person leaves, you lose the chiv of zimun. From six to ten, you could split up because you will still have a zimun. But by ten people, you can't split up because you're going to lose the saying Hashem's name. Unless you have twenty people, with twenty people, you could split up into two groups of ten. If you have two chaburis eating together in one house, if they could see each other, then they could be mitzvah for one zimun. If they don't see each other, then they cannot be mitzvah for a zimun. Rabbi says a person is not allowed to make a bracha on the wine until he puts in a little bit of water, because we'll see in the Gemara that undiluted wine is not really drinkable as wine, and therefore you can't make a bayer priyagafen unless you put in some water. You can make a bracha, and we'll see in the Gemara. What the machlek is it? Says the Gemara. What was the chiddush of the first in the Mishnah? You have three people eating together. You have to make a zimun. We learned that already. Three people eating together. They're chayv to make a zimun. Says the Gemara. Because if three people sitting eating together, even if they didn't start eating, they are not allowed to split up because once they are kaveh themselves together, they are now mechivin zimun, and therefore they are not allowed to split up. A different chedesh we learn from our mishnah. Three people eating together, even if they're eating from separate pieces of bread, as long as they're kaveh themselves together, they are chayv in a zimun, and they're allowed to split up. Inami, a different chedesh kader of hunadam Three people who came from three different chaburas and they were chayv and azimun and they left their chaburas and they came now and sat together. So now, Babach is that they're not allowed to leave the group, that their one group that they're in because now they were originally chayv and zimun. So now when they come together as part of a group, they are going to be chayv and zimun and therefore they're not allowed to split up. This that we say that they're chayv, that's only if they came from a group of three people, meaning they're originally chayv and zimun and then they left the group and now you have three people originally chayv and zimun coming together. So now those three people, since they 
are originally Chayim and Zimon, therefore they're not allowed to split up and they're not going to be Chayim and Zimon. The Rishayim ask a bunch of different questions. Our Gemara number one, what's the Kvis that they have together? Meaning if they're not eating together, so then what's the Kvis that they have together? And if we can tell them that they eat together, but the Allah is that they have to make a new bracha because Shinei Makim, so the Rishayim are different Mahachim in our Gemara. Says the Gemara writer, Amar Rava. On this to be said that they make a zmizumin, these three people, that's only if the original group that they were in didn't make a zimun already. But if the group that they were in originally made a zimun, then the Allah is that they can't make a zimun because once they're their group already made a zimun, they can't join another group and make another zimun. Amarava, mina, minula, had I know this idea that once their group already makes a zimun on them, the Allah is that they can't make another zimun. This time we learned the Mishnah, Mitash, Nignavachet, a bed which half of it was stolen, or half was lost, or brothers split it up, or partners. The Allah is tired, it is tar. Because now it's not a clear anymore, it's only half a bed, and therefore it's going to be tar. Hachzira, but if they put it back together, Mikabel is tumma, then it's Mikabel tumma, because now it's a clean. Only Mikabotoma from now and going forward. Now says the Gemara, the one makes a dick, Mikabotoma, and my fair light, it's only Mikabotoma from now on, meaning now that's a full bed, but in the interim, when it was only a half, it's not Mikabotoma. I'm a Kiwan the Pollock, Park, or Tumma. So you see, once they, once it was split in half, the Tumma goes away. I mean, Hachanami, Kiwan the Azanai, Park, Zimun, and I have so to over here, once they already, Zimun was made in their original group, the Echiyu Zimun goes off and they cannot make another Zimun. Which again is the Halacha that once a person mitstarf in one Zimun, even if he continues afterwards, he cannot be mitstarf in another Zimun. Says the Gemara writer, Beis Chaburitz. Tana, we learned, Imyesh Shamish Beinayim, Shamish Mitzarf. The Allah is if you have somebody who's serving them, let's say you have one waiter who's serving two different tables, then the Shamish is Mitzarf, and they could make a zimun together. Which again is a very interesting Allah. Look in the Shulchan Aruch, whether if you have people, let's say, eating in a restaurant, and they have, not, they have nothing to do with each other, but they have a Shamish who's, being, who's serving them, uh, it's an interesting discussion in the Mishnah or the Chazanish. Could they make a zimun together? Are they mechut make a zimun together? Again, kapashas, we pass that they're not mechut make a zimun together. Whether they can, if they'd like to, is a discussion. Says the Gemara writer, the Mishnah said we don't make a bracha on wine unless we diluted with water. Turn around, yain actually not let's take a mime. Aim to bracha on the bayprey coffin. Wine until you put in some water. You're not allowed to make a bayprey coffin. Ella bayprey eight to make a bayprey eight because it does not have the mile of wine yet because it's not considered wine and therefore you cannot make a. But you could wash, use it for new dime because like my Paris. Now it says the Gemara, but once you pour in water, and then you could make a bear paragraphin because then it has the status of wine. And then you can't use it for washing your hands because then as wine, you can't use wine to wash your hands. That's what leather holds. Now there's an interesting Nakuda here that the Gemara is telling us that undiluted wine is not really drinkable as wine and therefore you cannot use, you cannot make a bear paragraphin. So there's an interesting discussion where Boski writes in a chew that people think that in the olden days, the wine that they used to have was much stronger than the wine that we have and it was a higher alcoholic percentage. So Rybalski said that they cannot be because wine cannot get more than 13, 14% and now contemporary can get maybe up to 20, 21% but it can't get higher than that. So Rybalski explained that in the olden days somehow the wine itself was stronger and therefore there was a requirement to dilute it for it to have the status of wine. However, nowadays the wine isn't, doesn't have that strong flavor that it used to have and therefore the denim of how much water you have to add are different. Says whether you put water in, whether you don't put water in, the Allah says you can make a bear pair of gaffin. And the Gwarazim explain what, it's used, what you can use it for even when it's not diluted. Hey, Nightland, hey, I amen really die, but you can't use it too, wash your hands. It says the Gemara, Kaman, Azal, Adam, Shmuel, Aisa, Adam, Katsakha, Pass. 
who which Ma'anamra holds like Shmuel, that Shmuel says a person is allowed to use bread for any purpose, even if he's not going to use it for eating, as long as he's using it for some sort of purpose. So it says, come on, come on, Kabbalah, it's like Kabbalah that we just saw in the Brayse, that Blazer holds that a person is allowed to use wine to wash his hands. So Blazer holds like, a, like Shmuel, that as long as a person is using it for some sort of constructing purpose, it is okay to use food, even if you're not going to eat it. It says, come on, right there, Amar Beis, Rechanina, Moedim, Chacham, Blazer, Rechesh, 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 is using a kashal bracha, he's not allowed to use undiluted wine. He has to add in water. Says more why my time on reisha being a mitzvah on a mukhar, You needed to do a mitzvah on a mukhar, and therefore everybody agrees. And when it comes to kashal bracha, you need to add in some water. This time we had a machlekes. That was just if you can make a bare prayer A kashal bracha, everybody agrees. You have to add some water. Says more rabban and my What is this undiluted wine? Fit for. I mean, you can't drink it straight. So, what's it fit for? Why is it considered wine even when it's undiluted? It is fit for this drink which you put in this undiluted wine. You add in honey. You add in other sweet things, and therefore you are allowed to make a bracha 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 even when it's undiluted. Now, the first on the mission says, so what? Do you, what do you mean? You're making a bracha 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 because you could add in these other ingredients. So why don't you make a bracha 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 because you could add in water? So the first Israel explains that these other ingredients aren't considered. They don't change the wine to something else. However, when you dilute the wine. We'll see later on in Pesachim and other places, you dilute it with three parts water and one part wine. So therefore, the wine changes its status, and it's a whole new thing, and therefore, the fact that you could add in water, that will not give it a bad paragraph. The fact that you could add in these other ingredients, since it stays in its original state, it's considered still undiluted wine, or, or it's, still, it's still considered wine, therefore you're allowed to make a bad paragraph. Says the Gemara, right? The Tanabon, Dal, Dwarim, Namur, Pas, fourth halachas were said about Pas. You're not put raw bread on raw meat on bread because it's it's disgusting. They may have your case, Malayal Pas, you're not allowed to pass over a cup over bread because we're afraid it's going to spill and ruin the bread. They ain't darkness a pas. You're not allowed to throw bread. They ain't same chinus a car pas. And you're not allowed to lean your plate against the bread again because we're afraid that it's going to fall on top of it. Sitting together eating bread. They're brought in front of them. says that he took a and he threw it in front of Ashi. So they asked him, Do not hold this that the Bryce says that a person has to throw any food. So he responded back to him, That's referring to bread. But you're allowed to throw other food. You're allowed to throw other food. Ask Gamara. But they asked the Bryce that says it's just like you're not allowed to throw bread, you're not allowed to throw other food. But we have another Bryce which says that even though you're not allowed to throw bread, you're allowed to throw other food. So we have a Sira. This is we said that you're not allowed to throw other food, that's it's going to be disgusting. Like a mushy food, if you throw it, it's going to get disgusting. And this is we said that you're allowed to throw it. That's referring to foods that do not get disgusting when they are thrown. And therefore, he threw the pomegranate because that doesn't get disgusting. The Brisa says that we pour wine in front of the chas and the kal to be mitzamechdim to make him happy, and you throw kolim agayzis to throw these nuts in the summertime of lo meitzik shem and on the wintertime because then they get disgusting. But you're not allowed to throw these cooked foods in front of them, not sorry, in the wintertime, sorry, in the summertime, because they're going to get disgusting, and therefore it's us to throw it in front of them. Quick Hazar, we saw today, the Gemara that Menalf went through how exactly a person should do the Zimun. The Gemara said that the way a person benches will make it clear if he's a Talmud Chacham or if he's a Bor. Then the Gemara went through on the bottom that a person is allowed to split up into smaller groups. If they're not going to be able to hear the big Zimun, they could split up into small groups. Then the Mishnah on the bottom said that if you have a Chiv of Zimun, you're not allowed to break up a Chiv of Zimun. And if you have 10 people, you can't even split up into smaller groups because you're going to lose the Mila of saying Hashem's name. Then the Gemara on the Bays went through the Machlaikis whether you're allowed to make a bracha on undiluted wine. 
We said that the chamel, the reason why you're allowed to make a bracha is because you could put in other ingredients and therefore you can make a bracha. Then the thing we're on the bottom went through the halacha of bizo echlan. You're not allowed to be mavaza food, therefore you're not allowed to throw it. If it's going to get disgusting, if it's not going to get disgusting, then it's permitted to throw. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week.